When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to the Old Time Radio Westerns. I'm your host, Andrew Rines, and let's get into this episode. This episode is going to be The Lone Ranger. Original air date is February 22nd, 1946, and the title is Tainted Grub Steak. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. with a speed of light, a cloud of dust, and a hearty high-o silver, the Lone Ranger.
companion Tonto, the daring and resourceful masked rider of the plains, led the fight for law and order in the early western United States. Nowhere in the pages of history can one find a greater champion of justice. Return with us now to those thrilling days of yesteryear. From out of the past come the thundering hoofbeats of the great horse Silver. The Lone Ranger rides again. Golconda nestled in the hills in the heart of the gold country. It was there that Eben Frawley ran the general store. When a tall white man and an Indian reigned up in front of Eben's establishment, there was nothing to indicate that the rider of the white horse was the almost legendary character known only as the Lone Ranger. Steady, big fella. Tonto, just look at Eben's place. Ah, plenty changed since last time we come here. The old fellow's expanded. Store is twice as big as it used to be. Isn't that right? <laughs> I guess he must have decided to spend some of the money he'd saved. Uh, me stay here, horse? Yes, Tonto. I'll go and try to find the boots for Dan. <laughs> Him be plenty glad to get surprised when he'll come back from trip. Yes, it's worth the trouble of getting on a disguise and coming here. Well, I'll be back in a few minutes. Uh, good morning, monsieur. Good morning. Just name it. If I ain't got it, you can't get it. <laughs> I'm looking for a pair of boots for a boy of about 14. Boots, eh? Mining, riding, walking, they're just fancy for sure. <laughs> Something like these I'm wearing. Size 8. Yeah, I just got in a case of boots. It's in the back room. I just checked the invoice, but had no time to put them on the shelf. You go back there and take your pick. All right. You'll find them between the blasting potter and the tinned oysters. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Hi, Evan. Well, bless my soul, take Tom Jackson. I've been waiting for you. I got your packs all made up. You're right there in the corner. Two mules right in the back. It's downright piney in a grub stake, me, Evan. Downright piney. Yeah, my eyes. Just plain good business, that's all it is. Well, it sure is a relief to do business with you. After the skin flint ways of grab a garson. Why, when that critter grub stakes a man, he wants 75% any claim that's found. I know. That's why I decided to put my cash to work grub staking men like you. Well, there's your game, Grub. Now get going and find you some pay dirt. Well, ain't there more papers or something to sign? You signed them. You turn up something in the next three months, half of it's mine. You don't, we call it quits. I don't owe you for this stuff. Not if you don't hit pay dirt. Yeah. 
Gosh. Sure, a different deal than Garson made. Well, he expects men to pay back what he advances them, whether they find gold or not. Well, you're dealing with Evan Frawley now, not grab a Garson. Now, get. Yeah. <clears throat> Can you tote them pegs? Yeah, I'll manage. Just hold the door for me. Yep. Oh, by the way, Evan. Yeah? You better keep a wall at your back. What do you mean? Garson's pretty sore about the way you took his business away from him. He was doing all right grubstaking men. You don't like to lose what he has. Yeah, they better not try anything with me. Well, just keep your eyes open. So long. Hey, good luck to you. Hey there, you find them boots all right? Yes, but I'm still looking for the right pair. Well, take your time. No hurry about it. Yeah, better get to sweeping the floor. Ronnie, I want to talk to you. Yeah, go ahead and talk. Did you bring that breed to help you talk? I've had about enough of your activities. How's about closing that door? Huh? Oh, we'll close it. Close it, Miguel. Close it hard. Hard, eh? Well, Dad dropped your head. You slammed the glass window out of the door. Somebody's got to pay for that. I saw Tom Jackson leaving here. I suppose you grub-staked him? You bet I have, you greedy grab and skin flint. And I'll grub-stake any other man I think is deserving. No. You will, eh? Well, it was my idea to finance prospectors. It was my idea, see? Well, I... I've been in business for five years. Well, you won't be in business much longer. No, sirree. Not while I'm alive and kicking. You swindled a half dozen men out of their claims. Those you didn't swindle out of the claims, you left only a few shares while you grabbed most of them. Hey, look out for that tableware. Oh, senor, <laughs> I am so sorry. I am clumsy, eh? Oh, the sad wonder you smashed all them dishes. You bumped into that tableware of purpose. Now get out of here. Go on, the two of you, get. You lay a hand on me, Frawley, and Miguel will protect me. You get her, I'll lay both hand and foot on you. And Miguel as well. You be careful. You get. Miguel. I'll fix him. Put that knife away. I'll get you. Oh. Hey, what the... You were really going to stab him, weren't you? Well, who's this? Where'd you come from? Miguel, you hurt? Oh, yeah, I think the bullets strike only the knife. Oh, stranger, you sure uh, saved my neck. That breed meant business. Do you want to call the law? It was self-defense. That's what it was. Miguel was defending me. That man was coming, going to choke Stop me. Stop it, Garson. Well, what do you want done with him, Frawley? I just want to be quit of him. I'll get out of here. How about it, Garson? you intend to get out or stay and discuss the point? I came to warn you, Frawley. You had your warning. Oh, want to discuss it, huh? Good. Let go me. Miguel, help me. You too, Miguel. Oh, let me go. Let me go or I'll kill you. Uh, get the door open. What's left of it? You will pay for this. Toto, catch them and start them on their way. Uh, Here they are. Oh, your turn, Toto. Let them have it, the skunks. Dad let my heart, stranger. I don't know how I can thank you for that. It was worth the cost of that door and them dishes to see the way you handled them sidewinders. Eben, <laughs> this may be only the beginning of trouble for I'll you. watch him. I'll be on guard. Don't you worry about me. Carson's pal wasn't fooling with that knife. I didn't think they'd go that far. Now that I know the will, I'll be set for him. Did you find them boots you wanted? No, not yet. Well, I'll help you look. And when you find them, they're a present for me to you. Hey, I... what's happened out there in the street? Seems to be a crowd coming this way. Yep. Hey, it's Pete Bloomer. Who? He's your galoot in the middle of that crowd. The one in the mule. Jumping jeepers, I wonder if he struck it rich. He's coming in here. Hey, hey, Evan, Evan, I've done it. I struck a rich. Found the painters. Pete, you old horn toad, you sure of that? Rich, you hear me? I struck it. Biggest strike I ever made. 
<laughs> Get that foolish look off your face. I ain't joking. I mean it, don't you, Savvy? We're rich, Evan, rich. Gosh, Pete, I can't believe it. Forty years I prospected. Never seen nothing like it. Uh, whereabouts you striking? Just beyond Big Bear Creek. No plastic stuff, either. No siree, it's a vein. We got us a mine. By Jiminy Evan, we're mine owners. You bring samples? Sackful. If only it assays good. It's been assayed already. Stopped by at Rock City. They said they'd never seen the like. <laughs> Am I glad it's you that staked me and not Grabber Garson? It staked? Staked our claims and filed on them. You don't catch me napping. No buzzard of a claim jumper will ever get no gold of mine. <laughs> Quit looking like you can't believe it, Evan. It's true. So help me, it's true. Then you get right back there. Huh? I'll give you a new repeating rifle. I'll give you grub. As soon as you can, I'll send men to join you. But right now, you guard that claim. If anybody so much as tries to set foot on it, blast him off. In the street outside, Grabber Garson and the half-breed named Miguel watched the excited crowd that milled in front of Frawley's store. Look at the pack of fools making a regular hero of that old coot. I see them. And to think I'd have most of Peach Mine if it hadn't been for Frawley. Uh, if it had not been for Frawley, I would not have a wrist so lame I cannot move it. Someday I get even, you see. No man can treat Miguel Espinosa in that way. I got some rough handling, too, Miguel. I got something to settle, too. What's more, I'm going to settle it. Senor... You have the idea? Yes. I think I have. Mm, bueno. You know what sort of agreement Frawley made with Pete? Uh, the discovery is divided half and half. Yes, but there's something else in the agreement. If anything happens to one of the two, the survivor gets the whole business. Mm, but what of that, senor? <laughs> My idea is taking shape. Maybe people can say that I drove a hard bargain... But they can't say that I ever tried to murder a man. You, senor? No, no. You have not done that. Well, that's what Eben Frawley's going to do. Just let me get things worked out, Miguel, and I'll have a job for you. How's your hand? Uh, he's pretty sore. Someday I get even with that hombre who shoots knives from a man's hand. Uh, he's over there at the hitch rail right now. Uh, the Indian is with him. I wonder who that Indian is. My back is to them, Toto. Are Garson and Miguel still whispering to each other? Ah, that's right. Half-breed fella got plenty ugly look on face. I think we'll keep an eye on things for a time. Garson isn't going to stop with what he's done. All right, man up. We'll go to camp uh, instead of yes. fella. One silver. Get him up, scout. For several days, the Lone Ranger and Tonto watched developments in town, but they saw no sign of the half-breed called Miguel. On the morning of the third day, Tonto raced into camp with news for the masked man. Oh, Scout, oh, fella. Oh, fella. Tonto, oh. you have news? Uh, maybe not important news. Maybe plenty important. Well, what is it? Miguel, not in town for two, three days. Yes, I know that. Did you find out where he is? No, but him disappeared same time old miner leave town. Pete? Ah, uh, maybe him follow Pete to claim possible. I don't see what he could gain by that. Well, maybe kill Pete. 
He'd give the entire claim to Evan Frawley. Carson wouldn't gain anything. Miguel couldn't jump the claim if it's already filed. So it might be a good idea to ride out and see if Peter's all right. Hey, you know where claim is? Frawley will tell me. Not if you go there with mask. I'll call on him in the same disguise I wore the last time. And I'll come back here and we'll ride to Peach's claim. Here, give me a hand with the disguise. Ah. when Tonto and the Lone Ranger, wearing the familiar mask, reined up in front of the little shack Pete had hurriedly thrown up in the mountain. Listen, hello, 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 hello. hello there. Anyone inside? He'll not answer. Smoke coming from the chimney. Come on, Tonto, we'll look in. Oh. In there on the floor. Eat. Oh, I'm dying. Give me a hand, Tonto. We'll see what's wrong. Ah. I know what's wrong. It's... It's poison. The murdering skunk. Look at his eyes, Toto. Ah. My, my food was poisoned. I, I, I got awful pains. My throat hurts. Me get things from saddlebags. Now listen to me, Pete. We're friends and we'll help you. Who poisoned you? Couldn't be anyone but Frawley. He's the only one who had a chance to put something in, in my food. He, he wanted the mine. All of it. Not just half. He... He wanted it all. Steady, steady now. We're going to see that he doesn't get it all. The curtain falls on the first act of our Lone Ranger story. Before the next exciting scenes, please permit us to pause for just a few moments. story. For three days, Tonto stayed with Pete Bloomer, helping him fight the poison and nursing him back to health. In the meantime, the Lone Ranger took samples of the food that Eben Frawley had supplied to a doctor friend. It was night when the masked man returned to the gold claim. He found Tonto camped near the side of a little shack. The Indian reported on Pete's condition. Him nearly well again. Him be good as new in three days. Good. I brought more food, Tonto. It's in the saddlebags. Ah, that good. Food supply low. Unless we use food Pete brings. That food can't be used. Oh. Doctor say food poison? Yes, but differently than we thought. Uh, what's Pete have to say? Well, him plenty mad at even Frawley. He still thinks Frawley poisoned his food, huh? Ah. No one else near food. Tonto, look over there. Pete's leaving the shack. Ah. We go get him, huh? Yes, come on. Late for you to be out, isn't it, Pete? Huh? Uh, Were you uh, going somewhere? Well, I, I was just going to uh, walk around a little. With your saddle on your arm? Now, see here. I appreciate the help you gave me, but that don't mean I got to give an account of everything I do. 
Especially to a masked man. Oh, Pete, take it easy. Will you let me alone? Put his saddle away, Tonto. No, see here. Take him now. Pete, it might be a big mistake to go and accuse Eben Foley of trying to kill you. How'd you know my plans? They weren't hard to guess. You left here with some of that food to see if there really was poison in it. What was the answer? There was poison in the food, all right. Well, then that settles it. I'll deal with that polecat. What can you prove? I don't need to prove a doggone thing. I'll take the law into my own hands. I'll get square. And then you'll hang. I'll make that slick-talking critter confess. That's what I'll do. Why, he's even worse than Grabber Garson, the scheming sidewinder. Pete, uh, let me tell you something about that food. Well? There was poison in it, but not a poison that would kill anyone. Huh? The food had been treated with something that would make you deathly sick. Something that would wear off in a few days. You sure of that? Dead sure? Yes. If Eben had wanted to poison you, he'd have used arsenic or something like that. He has plenty of it in his store. Well, maybe he don't know the difference. Maybe he made a mistake. Maybe you made the mistake in suspecting Eben. Maybe someone wanted you to do just what you're trying to do. Huh? What do you mean by that? Someone who wanted to get rid of Eben Frawley. You don't mean Garson. Yes, I do. But he wouldn't Wouldn't be... Wouldn't he be in a nice spot if you killed the man who's ruined his business? Doggone. I never thought of that. Say, just who are you anyway? That's not important, Pete. Just give me a chance to prove what I've told you. Well, how can you do that? I... I don't know yet. I'll have to find a way. For some time after Pete had been persuaded to return to his shack for the night... The Lone Ranger and Tonto sat beside a tiny campfire discussing the situation and making careful plans. It'll uh, mean another disguise, Tonto. Different one than I wore the last time I went to Golconda. Oh, we fixed that. It also means some careful work on your part. Uh, You know. And a certain amount of luck. Uh, Plan worth trying. Yes, I think it is. Well, I'll get started on it right away. following day, a tall man who seemed to be an unlucky prospector appeared in Golconda and went to the cafe. He dropped a few remarks that brought many curious questions from the townspeople. You say you seen Pete stretched on the floor of a shack? That's right. Dead, huh? Certainly looked like a dead man. Great day. There was poison in his grub. Poison? How'd you know that? Food poisons a dog, it poisons a man. Hey, there ain't no one but Evan Frawley that could have done that. That's so. Evan Grubb's taking he gave him that food. Why, Ginger, that's all. A Frawley done it. Must have been Frawley. <laughs> hey, boys, have you heard the news? Frawley poisoned Pete. Pete's dead. Yeah, Frawley done it. Evan figured to get his share of the claim. The news spread through the cafe, into the streets, through the town like wildfire. Some were quick to accuse Evan Foley. Others were dubious and willing to give Evan the chance to tell his side of the story or to defend himself. Now, maybe Evan done it and maybe he didn't. I say, let's go talk to him. Now we'll see what he knows. Hey, Frawley, what's this about Pete being killed? Come on, talk up. What's that you said about Pete? He was murdered. His grub was poisoned. Oh, and we come here to see what you got to say about it. What's that? Wait, wait now. I Maybe never... aim to get that claim all for yourself. That's a bad one, Evan. How about it? Uh, wait, hold on. It's the first I've heard about it. Give me a chance to think. Gosh, Pete dead. 
I can't hardly believe you. You're just acting. I am not acting. Oh, you're having a chance to talk. If Pete was poisoned, it has to be Evan. Who else stood to gain by it? Pete got all his grub from you, didn't he? Oh, wait. It wasn't me that done it. I swear I didn't. I say we should string him up for it. Hey, oh, no, no, boys. You can't do that. Oh, don't listen to caution. Take him up to that flame. If Pete's dead, string him up on the spot. <laughs> While the crowd milled around Evans' store, the Lone Ranger moved with deft speed in the back of the store. He removed the prospector's clothing that covered his own and replaced the disguise with his mask. Then when Evan was grabbed by half a dozen men, the Lone Ranger came into the store from the rear door. One of his guns barked for attention. Get back, all of you. Get away from Foley. Let him alone. So you got a masked outlaw on your side. Hey! That came close to my feet. The next one will come closer, Garson. This way, Frawley. Uh, this way. You can come with me or hang. I reckon I'll choose you. Out the back way. We can both ride my horse. I don't serve this at all. Who are you? I want to ask you a few questions. But first, we've got to get away from here. Steady, big fella. Get up here behind me. Those crazy galoots would lynch me. Now listen to me, Frawley. Your friend's not dead. Don't worry about Pete. Up you come. <laughs> You mean to say Pete's alive? Yes, I'll tell you all about it when we get away from here. Come on, Silver! That night, Miguel, the half-breed, who lived alone in a small cabin at the edge of town, had slept for less than an hour when something roused him to wakefulness. Uh, what was that? He listened, straining his ears to catch the sound of someone moving outside the building. For a moment, there was silence. I was sure I heard someone. He sat up in the bunk. His hand reached for the gun beneath his pillow. And suddenly, a voice cut through the silence. Carson, what are you doing there? Hold on, come back here. Caramba, what is this? I must see what goes on. There you are. What is this? That's what I want to know. You're masked. You come to rob me. I came to find out what you and Garson are up to. But, senor... Drop that gun before I let you have it. See, si, see. Si. That's it. I'll start talking. Senor, talking about what? I don't understand. What's the game you and Garson are playing? How does he come here to see you? Senor, there was no one don't here. Don't try to tell me it was not Garson who just left here. I have seen nothing of Senor Garson. Then who did leave your back door? No one. There was no one here, Senor. You mean to say I didn't see someone right away from the rear of the shack less than two minutes ago? There was no one here, I swear. Come this way. Oh, let me go, Senor. Let go of my neck. I'll show you the footprints. Open that door. See, si, see, si, I will open it, but please let go of my neck. Look out. Senor, senor, what is... Steady, steady. There's no one here. Look at this. What? A gun? Yes, lashed to the side of the casing with a string from the trigger to the door. This was supposed to kill the first person to open it. That would be me. There is never anyone else here. Now, do you deny that there was someone here? No, senor. Now I do not deny it. If you'd had a little more time, you'd have sighted the gun so it wouldn't have shot over your head. Senor, you say it was Garson who was here? I thought you and Garson were pals. Was he who rode away? The moon's none too bright. I might have made a mistake. Mm, you might have made a mistake, but you might not have made a mistake, eh? Forget I came here, Miguel. Adios. Oh, wait. Wait, wait a moment, senor. I want to talk to you. Come back, senor. Please come back. <laughs> stood there for a moment after the mysterious masked man rode away. Then he hurriedly put on his boots and gun belt. Then he picked up the pistol he had dropped to the floor and left his cabin. 
few minutes later, Grabber Garson was wakened by a pounding on his door. About time you opened the door. Miguel, what are you doing here? Oh, you're surprised to see me alive. You thought I would be killed, eh? What's that? You thought I knew too much. You planned to set the trap. Then you would not have to fear that I would tell who it was that caused the death of Pete. Shut up. Listen to me, you crazy fool. Have you been drinking? Oh, no, I've not been drinking. I know what I hear and what I see. I hear the one with the mask called your name. I know it's you who leave the back of my house. I haven't been near the back of your house, and I don't know what you're talking about. You lie. You tell one thousand lies. You tell me the poison will do more than make Pete sick. You lie about that. It kill him. Now you say you have not been near my house. Again, you lie. You deny you want me dead, so there's no one to know about you. More lies. Well, I'm here to fix you, Garson. And about that, I do not lie. You're a loco. Put that gun down. Stop it, Miguel. What? Oh, my, you, my hand. It, it's you again. You hit my hand. You should have left your gun at home. You heard it, Sheriff? You heard what you said? Frawley. Sheriff. Yeah, we're here, all right. Have you heard what Miguel said about the poison and peach grub? I didn't do it. That breed is the one who's to blame. It was Garson who made me do it. You can't prove it. Now, shut up, both of you. Shut up. We heard all we need to know. This man figured we'd get some two facts if we got you two stirred up. Well, he was right. Come on, breed. We want you. You too, Garson. No, no. I didn't poison the food. The breed did it. He sneaked up and put poison in Pete's food during the night. And you gave me the poison. The stuff I gave you wasn't poison. It wouldn't have killed Pete. He didn't die, you scheming poor cat. But he got mighty sick. He... He didn't die? No. He didn't come to kill me like you wanted him to. If he didn't die, you can't hang me. Well, maybe we can't hang you. But we can put you away for a good spell. Sheriff, this one, he should have extra time in jail. He should be there longer than me. He tried to kill me. That ain't so. I can prove it. Oh, you can forget that charge, Breed. Carson didn't try to kill you. Well, I heard the shot. I saw the gun on the string. Uh-huh. But that wasn't Carson's doing. But who, then? It was just the masked man's way of stirring things up to see if some truth wouldn't come to the surface.
story you have just heard is a copyrighted feature of the Lone Ranger Incorporated. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. This has been a presentation of otrwesterns.com, and we hope you enjoyed. Please take some time to like and rate our shows in your favorite podcast application. Follow us on Facebook by going to otrwesterns.com slash Facebook. Subscribe to our YouTube channel by going to otrwesterns.com slash YouTube. And send us an email, podcast at otrwesterns.com. You can call and leave us a voicemail, 707-986-8739. This episode is copyright under the attribution non-commercial share like copyright. For more information, go to otrwesterns.com slash copyright. Have a great day and thanks for listening.